Welcome to the Carry On Friends podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Ann. And I am excited because my guest today is Malcolm and Georgie, and um, I will let them introduce themselves. So without further ado, let's welcome Malcolm. You being the newbie, I'll let you go first. And Georgie's been on the show before, so she'll follow up after. Malcolm, tell the people about yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so yeah, um, my name is Malcolm Paul. I am a... Um, a uh, full stack developer and a product manager. I've been in technology for a long time. Well, I shouldn't say long time, but a long oh, been in there for a while. So I primarily focus on helping startups and uh smaller companies with their tech tech issues and tech um uh tech ta- challenges. So as you can probably tell, I focus really primarily on um technical uh, the technical space and um providing value there for people who can't afford, you know, uh a multi uh, hundred thousand or six figure um, um, employee, I can provide the services that they can at a reasonable price. All right, uh, all right, that sounds good. That sounds good, Georgie. Reintroduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Georgie from um, Illicit Mind, and I'm also the founder of Site Collective. And what I do is just help different people from all different backgrounds, but what's close to my heart is Black, Latino, and Caribbeans get and stay in tech and entrepreneurship in the startup ecosystem and innovation culture. Super happy to be back here with um, Carrie and Malcolm, who's been really great to me and really supportive with uh, Alyssa and mine as well as Sai all over the couple years that we've known each other. So can't wait to jump into this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're one big family. So I'm going to start on something that you just said, Georgie. You know, you're you're about helping black latino caribbean people get and stay in tech is there a challenge with this specific group and let's focus on the caribbean group is there a challenge per se that you know you've identified and why you know you through illicit mindsight and also i know that malcolm has collaborated with you and malcolm you're also working on some projects why it's important to to kind of focus on this group of people and or people and you know what challenges do you are you experiencing yourself or you see you know caribbeans Mm -hmm. in tech or those trying to get in tech face so yeah i'll jump in here so from my experience you know caribbean people have never been missing on the entrepreneurial scope Mm -hmm. so we know we're entrepreneurs whether it's the butcher the baker the guy that owns the candy shop everyone in the caribbean is entrepreneur at some state or some type of level but now with the tech ecosystem coming up and innovation ecosystem coming where you could use these technology tools to advance your business to grow your business to scale your business and to become a global business so instead of serving jack sally and sue from down the road you're now serving someone in china in asia australia all over the world and so tech just you know enables you to move faster and become bigger so the problem that we i've seen so far in the ecosystem is that caribbean is more so looked at like as tourist vacation plays um you know music entertainment but we're not looked at as a a source of tech talent if people want to outsource their um tech talent they want to go to um you know Russia or India, but you have someone, let's say someone is in the U.S. and you could hire someone in Jamaica or Trinidad, one, the language barrier is not going to be as big because, you know, we speak English, mm-hmm. even though we speak, you know, Patois and Creole and a broken English, the main, the natural language there is English or um, 
um, Spanish. So then if you hire someone that's about two hours away on a plane flight and is in your same time zone, the work could be produced at a great high quality. So where I see the gap is, you know, we have a whole bunch of people in the Caribbean that could learn these skills, could take advantage of these tools, but they're not either being handed the resources or the resources are there and they don't know how to use them or how to access them. So it's just really building a bridge to, to access and um, utilization. So teaching and education is like a really big part about it. Okay. Malcolm, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think um, uh, pretty much I agree with, uh, with, with what Georgian said. I think that for people from the Caribbean, we are, we are a bit resilient because we're raised to be resent, whether that's, um, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. We are, um, we're, we're pretty much raised in, in, in an environment where we're forced to, you know, understand that we have to compete for ourselves and we have to compete hard and work hard. Not saying that the black culture doesn't do that, but we're forced to do it differently. And because of that, you know, there are some challenges that come there. Even for myself, there are some challenges when it comes to um, emotional intelligence, um, that kind of stuff that kind of we, we have to, I have to learn to get over it and I have to learn to work better, at, to work better at it. But, you know, they, those are things that also give us a leg, a leg up. And if we, you know, get out of that little, box of thinking that when you're from a small island and you have a small island mindset when you're in america you got to have the grand mindset when we get into that environment i think it gives us uh, an upper hand mm-hmm. um when competing so to speak competing against um uh, our peers okay so i'm just loving this conversation because you know we talk about reaching out to the caribbean as a source or re- tech talent etc but what do you say to the person in Jamaica, Trinidad, Barbados, listening to this and say, well, I'm into tech. I love tech. I don't see any opportunities coming my way. What do you say to that person who are like, what are you talking about tech? You know, I'm in tech, but I don't see any opportunities. Can you speak to that person or to, to any of those issues if you've if anyone has ever brought that up to both of you? Yes, yeah, so I'll jump back in real quick. Um, I think it's about the connection. So, you know. It's mm-hmm. a lot of times yes. it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And you're, we yeah. hear this all the time. Your network is your net worth. So you need the, so that's why I started um, uh, Caribbean's Tech and Entrepreneurship Collective, Site Collective is what we call it. And it's so that I could say, Carrie, I have, there's an opportunity out there that I think you would be the best to take advantage of and introduce you to that person I know at like a big tech firm or that person that mm-hmm. I know needs needing web development. And, you know, with Malcolm, this is exactly what we did in the beginning. Um, you know, I introduced him to someone and he's been there for how long have you been with, with, with Brooklyn now, Malcolm? Uh, like two years now, like two, two years. I'm consulting with Gary for about two years. Exactly. And Gary, I met through another friend that I had. So, you know, that network passed through. He said, do you know anybody? I immediately thought of Malcolm based on the skills that he was needing. They did a interview and now Malcolm has been in the ecosystem with that specific client of his two years and so i think we need more of those connections and it's about you know not that you're lacking anything or you don't have what it takes it's just you need that introduction and it's okay to ask for that introduction and go out there and meet people and actually make beneficial connections for the long term um with people instead of just transactional or random networking events you need a community a collective Mm -hmm. i absolutely agree that's um that's one of the big things sorry that's one of the big things is um it's not about the one shot like we, um, there's a lot of like, um, let's get this done. Let me get this money and, and, and keep it moving. No, sometimes it's, it's, it's most of the time, especially in, in, in America, it's about the relationship. You need to like, you need to nurture the relationship. And over time, that relationship may not be fruitful 
um, immediately. But if you nurture the relationship and you look out for each other, you will see benefits, especially if you're working with good people. You will know someone is good or bad for you. I mean, you have to have that kind of um, a mindset about you, but you have to nurture the relationship. It's not about let me come in, make this $2,000 and then I'm gone. No, you have to think about a couple steps ahead. <laughs> You know, I, I'm I'm so glad you touched on the connections and nurturing relationships because I think that's a big issue that I I see. No one nurtures relationships anymore. People come straight out and they, you know, can you connect me with so and so? And I remember Paul yeah. Brunson did an episode years ago and said, No, you can't I mean, people reach out to him and say, Can you just introduce me to Oprah? And he's like, Why would I do that? Because my oh, network wow. is my asset. And if I introduce Malcolm or Georgie to someone, that's a reflection of me. So I'm not just going to introduce you to like my network because my network is also an asset. It's very valuable. So yeah, I just feel like, you know, there's much need to be said about nurturing relationships. So not because I meet Malcolm and Georgie today means that, you know, this relationship, I need to come out the gate right away and say, Georgie, you know, hook me up with this or that, you know, you, you have to kind of, it's, it's like any other relationship. It's like taking the time to know, you know, it's whether it's, it's good to know Georgie as a person, but you know, I have to know her a little bit more to see, you know, how I can offer value to what she's doing and whether she has any value that she can offer to me. And sometimes there may not be, you know, Georgie cannot connect to me or introduce me to someone in the next couple minutes, the, the next month, or even the next year. But over time, that relationship might be fruitful. And I don't think, nowadays people have the patience for that time to kind of reveal itself the value of a relationship it's it's so, so that's a whole different conversation so um yeah. uh, um i've been part of the site community i don't even want to say where i've been part of the site community what are some of the challenges that the caribbean tech or entrepreneurs in tech or those getting into tech what are like What's the benefit of them being part of a community and why aren't more of them being part of the community? Is it lack of visibility? What is the disconnect there in your opinion? Um, uh, Georgia, I'm going I'm to I'm start off with this one. Um, I think from my, from my perspective, one of the most difficult things for me um, striking out on my own has been, you know, um, finding or finding opportunities. Um, and I coming from a smaller island, uh, well, I'm from Dominica. I don't think I mentioned that. <laughs> I'm from Dominica. So coming from a smaller island, it was kind of like I, everybody already knew me and I already knew everybody. So if, 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 I, if I was good at something, everybody knew to come to me. But once you're here in a bigger pool, you know, your mind has to um, accordingly enlarge to, you know, understand that you have to have, you have to be known in X, Y, Z space, you know. So one of the biggest things I think is making sure that you're connecting with people and going out and meeting people um, and creating those opportunities for yourself. So I think that's one of the biggest things is um, for people striking out on their own is being able to, to nurture and grow their network. Um, and I, I, that's one of the biggest reasons why I, why I am interested inside is giving people the opportunity to um, meet each other and for myself to meet other people, not because, you know, the person might, um, might um, benefit me economically, but, you know, I understand what it's like to feel like, there's not a lot of people that you can connect to. So that, that's, that, that's probably my, 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 my biggest take on that. Yeah. And to just add on to everything that Malcolm just mentioned, I think a lot has to do with um, the, the risk factor of the tech ecosystem. Yes. 
specifically because yeah. I know you know my family still has a hard time understanding what I do um, especially on the entrepreneurial front where I'm more so working for myself and like you know bigger companies are my clients or like um I work with people instead of for people they like you know where's your pension when is your 401k where's the benefit so that family discouragement kind of like shelters you a bit and then to jump it even more it's like social media and just like the the current ecosystem the the world out there makes you feel like you're behind you always feel you know yes i'm i'm behind everyone else so just getting past that delusion and remembering this is your day one you're supposed to not you know know how to walk it you can't expect the baby that just born to be running outside you have to take it gradually you have to give it time and people think yeah. oh um you know the the delusion of overnight success or somebody just started today there are people that could start today and then make a million dollars tomorrow but that's not you that person is one in a bajillion and recognizing that and saying okay this is my day one it's okay for me to be slow and not where i need to be yet and stop comparing it to somebody's day 2000 mm -hmm. day 3000 you're 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 you just kick out you're just born so we're not expecting you to talk and walk and if you're expecting yourself to do all those things you're gonna continue to fail yourself and feel discouraged and um unsupported so that's where the community and the collective come in and say listen we've been there let me help you out let me talk to you a bit but um there's also another part where you have to experience it to kind of learn but having someone um having that support network to fall back on and say hey you know you did good yes you did fall but you could get back up and try again and that's really the biggest part of having a support network because your family might not be that support network so you have to have people in the industry as your support network Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's I always find it's beneficial to have people who understand the duality of things. You know, this is our culture. This is what happens. This is how we are at the in house or at the house. But at the same time, I work in very American culture. So sometimes those two, they clash and having people who understand both. You know, again, I've I've said it a lot of times. It's the reason why I started Carry On Friends. I was in corporate America and, you know, the way I was brought up and the way that we were, you know, trained and taught to do things just does not always connect or play out the way we think or we were told it'll play out in the workplace or in business. And so having people that kind of have some kind of understanding of that and to help us through those hurdles, because it can be a hurdle, because if you've been told how much years of your life that if you go work, go to school, get good grades, work hard, you'll get a good job and you'll get paid well and you ride off into the sunset and that real, and I mean, I'm being facetious and I'm exaggerating, but when what you've been taught kind of mashes up against what the reality is, you know, the emotional intelligence aspect, the interpersonal skills aspect of it then becomes more of a challenge for us. So I, I totally get that. So as we wrap up, because this is a quick call, I know you are busy tech folks and you're all over the place doing work. Before we wrap up, um, Malcolm, one advice you'd give to someone who is Caribbean in tech or a Caribbean wanting to get in tech, one key advice that you wish you had that you never got. For someone trying to get into tech, if you're just trying to, you know, um, uh, do freelance work, I think the biggest thing, the biggest advice I would have for you is to start big. So before you become a freelancer, get that big company experience, get that big company credentials, and then strike out. Don't just, you know, come out as a freelancer and start wanting to do work. You're going to have a tough time, a tougher time if you do that. I mean, if you want the challenge, go ahead. But my advice is to start big and then come back out. All right. All right. Georgie. Yeah. So my advice would be to come join the collective. So it's kind of like dropping <laughs> on the line for ourselves. You know, 
come join the collective. You're not alone and you were never alone. You were just in the wrong room. So, you know, we're here for you. There are many, many, many of us, but we just have to find each other. And so the sooner we find each other, the not easier, but the less stress that that, that path is going to take, the more confident you're going to feel, the more um, achieved you're going to feel. So just come find us. You're not alone. You were never alone and you will never be alone. So we're here for you. All right, cool. So everyone, thanks for listening. That was Georgie and Getting McCoy, the founder of Illicit Mind and Psych Collective and Malcolm Paul, um, full stack developer and an entrepreneur of all things Caribbean too. And I will drop their contact yeah. information and their their social media handles in the show notes. And as I love to say at the end of every show, walk good. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S.com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends. <laughs>